Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hi, and thanks for taking time to tune into KT's Money Matters. I'm, this is KT Thomas. I'm here today to talk about understanding market mania. So, what is market mania? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about what it is that makes everything seem so crazy and how things get so out of control. So whether it's the tulip mania of the 1630s or Bitcoin of 2017, sometimes it's easy to get carried away. A lot of people don't remember the tulip mania, but we talk about it in textbooks and finance classes all the time. Basically, back in the 1600s, there became a frenzy around tulips and pretty tulips, and that the bulbs became extremely expensive over a number of years. In fact, some of them were so expensive that they were the value of other people's homes or a year's worth of salary. Now, I think that after the tulip mania, you know, crashed, people said, wow, that was crazy. Those were really expensive. What was anybody thinking buying them at that price? But at the time, it seemed like they were these great boutique investments. They were a way for people who had done well financially to do even more, to be able to dream a little bit. They were feeling pretty flush and that they were adding these things. And then as they become more and more expensive, everyone else jumps in. They all want to buy them. In behavioral finance, we call this the herd mentality, this idea that everybody is doing it. I talk about this some in my book, The Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, the behavioral concept called overconfidence. So overconfidence is when you buy something you really don't understand, and when you marry that with a herd mentality, the fact that everybody else is doing it, it's actually kind of hard not to be engaged. I knew that we were in trouble with Bitcoin last year when one of my clients showed up with their Apple wallet showing me their Bitcoin currency that they could see the value of every minute of every day. Now, he hadn't invested a lot of money in it, but he put enough money in it that when it was down $500, he noticed it, which was about 50% of the value. He bought it, he had it on his phone, and he could look at it all the time. And everybody was talking about it. So when I say that herd mentality that everybody seems to be doing it, it really wasn't that everybody was doing it. It's that the people that were doing it were talking about it all the time. And the rest of us were like, what the heck is that? Maybe we're missing something. This seems easy. It went up 1,400% in 2017, and you seemed silly not to be in it. But the same thing happened with a tulip mania. And there have been a million of these along the way where people thought they understood something, bought more and more of it, only to have it collapse upon them. Usually what they say is the smart money people are long gone and the people left behind are the retail investors, those who come in late by unsure of why it is that it's working the way it does and find themselves owning Bitcoin, now trading at about $8,000. Now, if you bought Bitcoin last year for, say, $20,000 a coin, I have bad news. The chances are good it could be a long time before it's worth $20,000 a coin again. In fact, we have no idea whether or not this currency will survive. 
cryptocurrency is an interesting and new financial asset category. The idea that countries won't back currency, but that you can buy coins backed by companies that trade on the internet and that you can use them to buy things on the internet. Now, 10 years from now, this might be mainstream. There are a lot of countries in the world, frankly, where their citizens could use the ability to buy currency away from government control because the governments crashed the currency several times. It might be safer for them. But for Americans, that's probably not true. Cryptocurrency has a long way to go to grow up, and it may never be worth $20,000 a coin again. But what we want to think about is, did we even understand it? The best investors in the world, I always think about Peter Lynch, who used to work at Fidelity, ran the Magellan Fund, wrote a book that said, I only buy what I understand. We always hear this from the best investors that they bought what they understood and stayed away from things that they didn't understand. One way to avoid market mania is to only buy things that you actually truly understand. So if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe so that you'll get regular updates. And if you know somebody that you think might benefit from this podcast, feel free to share the link with them. And so if you want to help us get our podcast out there and you believe in the things financially we're talking about, please take time to rate our show on iTunes. And if you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the Get in Touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com. And the Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon. Or of course, you can find our link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.